the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. This is the time of day that former Navy Admiral John Kirby in his role as Pentagon spokesperson, is typically at a podium at the Pentagon answering questions. Uh, He is not there at the moment. He is tweeting confirmation of a multi-explosion attack outside the Kabul airport. I will read you his latest missive. It says, we can confirm that the explosion at the Abbey Gate was the result of a complex attack that resulted in a number of of U.S. and civilian casualties. We can also confirm that at least one other explosion at or near the Barron Hotel, a short distance from the Abbey Gate, we will continue to update. So we are days, less than a week, but days from the Tuesday deadline of Americans to withdraw from Afghanistan and the people in whom we've put our faith, the Taliban who harbored Osama bin Laden, who plotted and purposed the attack that killed 3,000 Americans or thereabouts on 9-11, the Taliban has lost control of the airport because the Taliban in a country that's been torn by war for centuries uh, is the sworn enemy of the latest iteration of ISIS. And as I told you yesterday, ISIS would love nothing more than to make the Taliban look bad. Not that the Taliban can ever be trusted, but we have a rapidly deteriorating situation in Afghanistan that has, according to the Pentagon's official spokesperson, resulted in American casualties, most likely Marines. In the initial reports, three were said to be wounded in this explosion. We do not know yet if it was a suicide bomb in a vehicle, which is possible because this was outside the gate, so it was not a secure area. Or it's also been reported by many that these were individuals in suicide vests, but it's multiple explosions. It's a coordinated attack. Uh, Fox News Jennifer Griffin says that this will no doubt expedite the Americans' exit from Afghanistan. He says no one outside the Kabul airport at this point in time will have any reasonable hope of getting out of Afghanistan Because once the gates have been proven unsecured with this kind of attack happening, uh, they would never, from a tactical standpoint, reopen those gates and allow anyone from outside to get inside, which makes tactical sense. But it is emotionally searing to comprehend that there could be as many or more than 1,500 American citizens and tens of thousands of Afghanis who helped us, who want to get out, and now can't get out or won't get out, and will face certain torture and likely death. We have 5,200 American troops in Afghanistan as of this moment. 
that still need to get out safely from a situation that is rapidly deteriorating. I just heard a voice message from an interpreter, an Afghani interpreter who was hoping to get out. He was outside the gates. He said a five-year-old child died in his arms from this explosion and that his vehicle now is filled with casualties that he is taking to the hospital. All of that said, uh, let me um, welcome you to a Thursday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. I invite you to call and let me know what you're thinking about this situation, um, your perception on where it will head, because that's all we have at this point in time is your perception of where it will head, not necessarily in Afghanistan. What does this mean for the president? What does this mean for President Joe Biden? What does this mean for his future as president? Anything at all. Uh, He has in recent days uh, gained um, a measure of loud approval for uh, how he is, in the eyes of his uh, sycophants, uh, resolutely maintaining his desire to get out of Afghanistan and um, sticking with a plan that obviously has been infuriating, humiliating, disgusting, maddening, and any other word you can think of in that vein. I will remind you that we have a president who decided to vacate Bagram Air Force Base, which is located 20 miles outside of Kabul. He did not feel that it was technically necessary to maintain a secure airfield, a massive secure airfield with many runways located in a remote place where we could clearly see the kind of danger that has unfolded this morning in Afghanistan with suicide bombers uh, wreaking their uh, chaos from within a crowd where they could remain anonymous, unspotted, undetected. Now, Joe Biden chose to vacate Bagram Air Force Base with a secure perimeter and a vacant perimeter where we could see the trouble coming so that we could attempt to extract American citizens and Afghan loyalists from the midst of a crowded, chaotic city in an airport with One, exactly one runway. One. That is the tactical choice Joe Biden made when he vacated Bagram Air Force Base. In vacating Bagram Air Force Base, we left behind, locked in their cells, to be freed 5,000 Taliban prisoners. 5,000. They have since been freed by their Taliban cohorts and, I mean... You tell me, having been in a prison at an American military installation, would they perhaps be less than optimally loyal to allow Americans to freely escape their country and return to a homeland they hate and want to eradicate from the face of the earth? So uh, when you contemplate each and every portion of this decision by Joe Biden, it is it is really unfathomable incompetence. He has made 
and I use this word uh, <laughs> because it's what he attempted to do, but it is the antithesis of what he did. He has made strategic decisions that seem to be the decisions of someone bent on getting large numbers of Americans and Afghan loyalists killed. That is what it seems his decisions have been aimed at doing. I'm not accusing him of that, of course. I know that's not what his end game was. But when you think about vacating an Air Force base, leaving behind our most sophisticated weaponry, as we reduced our number of troops, it is beyond my ability to comprehend how any of that could have been viewed as anything other than a disaster in the making. And now that disaster has announced itself with multiple explosions near the Kabul airport and very likely dead Marines. According to, again, John Kirby, the official spokesman for the Pentagon, there have been American casualties. Jennifer Griffin of Fox News says that um, she also confirms American casualties in advance of Admiral Kirby doing the same. So here is where we are. None of us ever forget where we were and what we watched on the morning of September 11th, 2001. That was an attack that occurred in a relative blink of an eye. Two explosions and then a plane crash in Washington, D.C. and one in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. It was uh, a searing and indelible memory that we thought we had avenged uh, as well as could be done. We don't even have that consolation now because we don't know what the rest of today and the coming days will bring. And I would like to know what you are feeling as you hear about this and watch this. 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989 is our number. It's the Bruce Hooley Show. Explosions outside the Kabul airport. An untold number of casualties. Um, American uh, Pentagon spokesperson John Kirby, a former admiral, says it includes American casualties. Jennifer Griffin of Fox just said she has seen video where she can count at least a dozen Afghan casualties. Multiple reports say the casualties include children. Um, one of the Afghan ref, uh, Afghanis who helped American military as a translator. I'll play the audio from him momentarily. That a young girl died in his arms. Look, there's going to be ample egg on the face of um, the White House, Joe Biden. I don't know if this is going to result in his ouster from office. I believe the honorable thing for Joe Biden to do is to resign. Uh, I think he has unequivocally lost the faith of the American people. If you don't, if you claim that you have faith in the American people in uh, in Joe Biden now then you are just a completely detached-from-reality partisan hack. Uh, 
the only purpose he ever served as president was to not be Donald Trump. That was enough for some people. You enabled this epic disaster because uh, what about ism and what if Trump were president has no purpose beyond saying, I guarantee you this wouldn't happen. And I guarantee you our response to it won't, will be way more feckless under Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and woke Mark Milley and, you know, Lloyd Austin and the other yahoos at the Pentagon who allowed him to do this. And, you know, Biden, I have said many times, is a braggart. He is a uh, serial bragger. And uh, consequently, he hires people around him who are the same. Uh, Politico has a story today that the White House wants, this is before the explosions, obviously, the White House wants applause for the Afghan evacuation amid a deadly crisis. Uh, Focusing on specifics of a chaotic evacuation, uh, the Biden administration is now framing the operation as overperforming historic standards and, quote, defying expectations. Sadly, they have not defied expectations because a lot of people said a lot of people were going to die and Americans were going to be left behind. That is unequivocally true right now. Uh, Democratic Senator from Connecticut, Chris Murphy, says... The actual results, and I quote, deserve applause. He says it didn't take two weeks to evacuate 50,000. It took 10 days. Lots of work still to do. But it might be time for a bit of a reassessment by the media of this operation, given the actual results. No, Senator Murphy is not time for a re-reckoning of what the White House has done. And and never forget uh, Jen Psaki two days ago saying that this operation has been anything but a success. Go ahead. Thank you, Jen. Is there any concern that maybe trying to reach this deadline and get everybody out, uh, mistakes are being made now that there is a report that at least one of the Afghans evacuated to Qatar uh, has suspected ISIS ties? Well, first I would say we have a stringent vetting process which includes uh, background checks before any individual comes to the United States. Uh, So I can't speak to one individual, but I can tell you and and confirm for you that we take the vetting of any individual who comes to the United States and and comes out incredibly seriously, Um, and it's an extensive process. Uh, I would say that this is now on track, Peter, to be the largest airlift in U.S. history. Uh, So, and that is a, a... bringing American citizens out. It is bringing our Afghan partners out. It is bringing allies out. Uh, So, no, I would not say that is anything but a success. Mm. Funny. This extreme vetting process she talks about, according to Bloomberg News, Joe Biden is using a little-known humanitarian parole tool to bring roughly 50,000 Afghans to the U.S. that does not have special immigrant visas, other visas, or refugee status. These Afghans on humanitarian patrol, parole rather, will arrive in the U.S. without having first secured visas or completing their immigration processing. After they have humanitarian parole for a year or so, they would be allowed to adjust their status as temporary protected citizens of the U.S. Um. It is unclear how many have already been paroled into the U.S. And Senate Democrats, as well as 
two Republican senators, Bill Cassidy of Louisiana and Lisa Murkowski of Arkansas, have, quote, begged Joe Biden to resettle more Afghans. Is it entirely possible? And you know the answer to this is yes. That the Taliban and ISIS and others will have inserted into this mass hysteria to get Afghans out and save face for this administration. People who will come here and network with and meet other extremists who want to reenact and multiply the death toll of attacks like 9-11. I think that's entirely possible. Jen Psaki just lied. That's what she does every day. She lies. And you know what? Honestly, Kaylee McEnany did too. Sarah Sanders did too. I don't think McEnany's lies got anybody killed. I don't think Sanders did. Psaki's will. There will be a day in the future where somebody, either me or someone like me, will be sitting in front of a microphone talking to you about things a lot worse than a couple explosions outside Kabul airport because those explosions will happen here on our land. And you'll be able to trace it unmistakably back to these decisions made by Joe Biden in the last few months, manifesting themselves in total chaos outside the airport in the last few hours. Here is um, an Afghan translator to the U.S. military who has witnessed today the explosions that have, according to the Pentagon, killed American servicemen. I'm an Afghan translator for the United States Marine Corps. I was over here to go and get go to the airport and get on the plane and get out of here. There was an explosion that happened inside the crowd. A lot of people got hurt and I got a baby girl that she was five years old. She died right in my hand. So I don't know what exactly going on over there, but I think some of the Americans, they got hurt too. And so people are running around. Right now I have some casualties with me and my vehicle, and I'm taking them to the hospital. So that was from Fox News, from Bill Hemmer and Dana Perino's show. Uh, this was feared last night when multiple intelligence sources from multiple countries said that the Kabul airport would be in danger of a terrorist attack today. So they knew this was coming. They could not prevent it from happening. This is another outgrowth of the horrifically inane strategies Joe Biden has hatched in Afghanistan. We have by Limiting the exit point to Kabul airport. We have done the terrorist bidding for them. We have established and invited them to the doorstep of a killing field. They don't have to go out and round up the people they want to kill. If the people want out of Afghanistan, they'll come right to the terrorists. Because Kabul airport and its one runway is the only way out. And now... The official word is, don't come to the airport. Don't come. Because clearly you can't be protected. But what are your chances if you don't come? You have Afghanis who the last few days have stood in knee-deep sewage, waving their special immigrant visas. 
trying to get out, standing in sewage, waving their papers that they were promised would get them to America. They're not getting to America now. The question is, are our 5,200 troops getting to America? And how many Americans were killed or maimed today in these explosions because we set a deadline and in doing so established a target? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.